Absolutely nothing beats windshield time. Welcome back to Dan the Road Trip Guy, a podcast where we have candid conversations about life lessons learned on the road. I'm your host, Bimmer enthusiast and road trip extraordinaire, Dan Neal. And now on to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, Should I call you Jonathan or Kumar? Because all I ever heard was Kumar. <laughs> Everybody kind of calls me Kumar for the most part. A few people will call me Jonathan. Well, that's because you put a license plate on the front of your car that says yeah, Kumar. I do. Yeah. So, I mean, Kumar is cool. That's what most people call me. Um, it's kind of what I've introduced myself to most people as. And uh, I have it on the front of my car, too, so everybody knows my BMWs when they're coming down the road. <laughs> yeah. So, I want to give you a couple minutes. Just, well, so who is Kumar? Well, uh, my passion for BMW started as a young child, probably like seven or eight. Um, just loved playing with Hot Wheels and all that stuff. I had a bunch of BMWs, and they always just captivated me by their looks and just being so distinctive versus a lot of other automobiles. Um, and then, of course, car games and all that stuff continued. But as I got older and was able to actually drive them, fell in love with them. Uh, my first car actually wasn't a BMW, though. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Hang on to that one. Okay. Are you from Cincinnati? Yep. Born and raised. Grew up near the Milford area. Okay. And uh, my dad is actually from India. Okay. My mother is American. She was born and raised here in Cincinnati as well. Okay. They met here? Yep. Met at a doctor's office, actually. Okay. Yeah, what else? Yeah, well, you work at the BMW store? Yes, I work at the BMW store. I've been there for almost four years now. Okay. Um, started off as a product specialist, so just kind of going over the features of the car, which there's a lot of on these cars now especially then about a year in they were like well we think you'd be great at sales so i started transitioning into a salesperson but still also do the the genius stuff on the side as well so okay yeah yeah i used to get um we used to use bmws in uh, one lap of america that was kind of our support vehicle and every year it was like okay now i have to remember how to use this iDrive thing <laughs> yeah. again so there's a lot of stuff on them and it just continues to evolve that's for sure yeah that's good Okay, that's great. Do you have any hobbies outside of uh, work? Um, I do, but most of them, I think, really revolve around BMWs. <laughs> okay, well, we'll talk about those yeah. a little bit then. That's great. Uh, so you mentioned your uh, first car wasn't a BMW. So what was that first car? Uh, my first car was a Ford 500. It was okay. uh, 06. I had been working at McDonald's for a few years through high school and ended up finding one for, like, I think it was 4000 financed a little bit of it and paid cash for the rest. Yeah. And, it was an okay first car, but I actually had a lot of problems with it. Yeah. So for me, at least, found on road dead was the thing. So. Yep. Yep. So. Um, you got that when you were like sixteen to get around. Um, I was seventeen. Yeah. Seventeen. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So you kept that. I had it for years. like a year and a half, yeah. and then um, I had so many problems with it. Transmission went out and everything. So I I decided that uh, if I'm gonna have this many problems with something, I might as well get something I actually want. So <laughs> I had been working, saved some money, and I. Didn't even tell my parents. I just went and bought a 2004 330XI, and then that was my, my first BMW. Oh, okay. So, you bought that used here locally? or? Yeah, uh, some dealer in Fairfield. Okay. Wasn't the greatest car. It was probably a really crappy example, but yeah, it got well, me into BMWs. Uh, that's not the blue E46. It, no, no. No, okay. no. And you kept that car for? So, most of the next cars that I had, I really, I was kind of an idiot. Um <laughs> I sold a lot of them within a year or two, maximum. 
So most of them, I, I think most of them I did have about a year. Were they all BMWs after that? Yep. Yeah, I haven't had any cars uh, since then that weren't BMWs besides the Mini Cooper. Growing up, family, did you take road trips or have you been on a, a road trip yourself? Um, I like to talk about most really of my, road trips that really yeah. stand out. So most of my road trips have been of my own doing, um, rather that's going down to the tail of the drag with friends, driving some back roads. We also hit, uh, it's called Appalachia, America or something. It's in Kentucky. That was a blast. Okay. Um, Where's that at? It's up further in Kentucky. I can't remember the exact area. Okay. Off the top of my head. It's an old coal mining town, so they have they don't have a whole lot of anything down there, so they really appreciate the the business and well, you'll have they're to trying tell to set me where it up that's that. at because you know I'm from Kentucky. So. Yeah, yeah. So out of that so any other big road trips you've ever taken? I guess one of the I did a fun trip with my cousin a few years ago. I was in my three thirty five. We went down to Biltmore. That was the main goal of the trip. Yeah, sure. So we were down in Asheville for a few days. It's kind of a sporadic trip, but it was super cool, super fun. Had a lot of fun on the car. Yeah, so you loved these model BMWs growing up, and did you always say, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a BMW? Yeah, I mean, that was kind of the thing as a child. I I grew up, and that's kind of what I wanted to do. Right, and then um, you are the founder of, I think, Tri-State Bavarians, is that yep. correct? That's correct, yeah. So uh, uh, right tell, before tell COVID. Me, tell me about that, how that started, and I've got a sticker on the car. So. Yeah, yeah, so... Uh, Basically, about four years ago, about the time I started the dealership, um, I finally started to meet some really cool people in the BNW community around here. And there really hasn't been a whole lot of uh, people down in this area that support BNWs because everybody kind of hates on them around here for some reason. So <laughs> um, I kind of wanted to create something that would bring all the BNW owners together and, and build it into one big community for us local owners sure. across the tri state, Kentucky, Indiana, and Ohio mainly. Um, but yeah, it's grown a lot over the past few years. Didn't really expect it to, to blow up as much as it has. We have a little over, I think, close to 2,000 members right now. So yeah. um, not bad for just starting a few years ago. Yeah, it's always fun to see uh, the post out there and, and what's going on. There seems to be a lot of uh, young people interested in BMWs from what I can gather. When yeah, I mean, we, have a definite, we definitely have a mix, for sure, of uh, a little bit of both in the group. But it's fun getting everybody out there, different age groups, and experiencing what we all share is the passion for these cars. Yeah, so. that's on Facebook, right? Yep, on Facebook, we're on Instagram as well. So you've owned a lot of BMWs. I know that for a fact. 17 right? now, so I think. 17, wow, you, you may catch up with my brother and I. Great to go. Favorite one out of all that list? Well, you know, that's always a tough one for me um, because there's so many BMWs that I, I love, really. Um, I would probably say my favorite one that I've owned thus far was probably my E9 DM3, which I just recently sold. That's definitely one of the best cars I've ever owned. Put your, all BMWs, they, they really put a smile on your face when you drive them. But, they uh, do. Especially yeah. the, the M cars take it up a notch. Yeah. So, yeah, it won't be in, my last M yeah. car. We just need to keep introducing the young folks to the BMW. Oh, yes. You started work at the BMW store about four years ago. Was that just, hey, I want to work at the BMW store, or what What took you to get a job there? Well, you know, that's... Other than your love of BMWs. <laughs> that's an interesting story, too. So I had occasionally taken my car to service at the BMW store. Obviously, being younger and not making that much money, I really couldn't afford to very often, so... Right. Really only went there for recalls and free car wash, stuff like that, but um, I had always wanted to work there. Through most of high school and most of my early uh, adult life, I was working at McDonald's as manager, um, they wanted, me, uh, they wanted me to be a general manager, but it wasn't really the direction I wanted to go, so I continued to stay at uh, the assistant level. At the McDonald's? Yeah. Yeah. 
I had always kept applying at the BNW store, so for like years I applied. I think for probably five or six years straight at least, I was sure. applying every few every few months. Okay. Know, just to bug them and be like, ah, get me hey, in there. It's me, I'm back. So um, and a lot of the people at the BNW store I had known from going into buy parts or going into service and things like that. So there was a lot of people that already knew me growing up as a younger adult. Sure. Um, so it was cool. But uh, eventually I started at Mercedes Fort Mitchell here in Cincinnati or oh, okay. Kentucky um, with a friend. And for whatever reason, a few months after I started there, BNW store finally called me and said that they uh, would like me to come up for an interview. So I did. And uh, yeah. that's how it kind of worked out. Yeah, and so first off, you just helped people with the features. Correct, yeah. yeah. Going over the specs and everything in the cars, how everything works. Yeah, which can be intimidating to some folks when they get in a car these days. Because yeah, you kind of got to gauge it out to everybody, and everybody has a different, um, I would say, portion of the car they're going to use, and you kind of just have to dial that in and see what they're going to do. Yeah. So you're a younger guy, this this kind of off topic but thoughts from uh you young folks on the uh evs well um i will be one of the first people to admit probably that uh i was pretty scared to see how the evs would feel and drive especially being of you who has been such a great uh, car company to design cars around the handling and the performance and everything so my initial impressions i thought they were going to be terrible and being of blown it out of the water i think people uh still don't like some of the designs but again you got to kind of separate yourself from that and understand that not all cars are for the enthusiasts you know that's that's my biggest thing to exactly. people that uh that say that stuff bnw still makes great three series five series that are still there for enthusiasts but not every single model of bnw has to be built for an enthusiast yeah yeah and i, I would agree what i really like you know and not to, uh, anything against tesla or any of those but the look of the BMW EV to me still looks like a BMW. Oh yeah. It doesn't look like this right awful electric vehicle coming down the road. So. Well, and that's what I tell everybody too. It's it's a combination of things. They still have the amazing build quality that we all know as BMW, um, and then you also have the performance. Still, they still handle great for the size. You know, when you put yourself into the understanding that it is a five thousand plus pound vehicle, sometimes. They handle great. Yeah. I mean, they still feel like a BMW going around corners. Now, can you push them as fast as some other BMWs? No, but it still feels significantly better than any other yeah. electric car, I think, in terms of handling. Hey, have you ever been down to Greenville, South Carolina, to the yeah. BMW plant? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we actually had to go down there for training when I first started, so I was on the track for actually two days down there, which oh, was pretty nice. sweet. Yeah. Um, so we really enjoyed that. I got to see what the cars can really do um, versus just cruising around on the back roads here. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's truly a phenomenal experience. And if you ever have the chance to go down there, everybody should, yeah. should go down there. Yeah, for sure. Henry and I went down there a few years ago. So that was fun. You ever do any auto crossing? You know, amazingly enough, I have not. Um, I love to go fast on the back roads. And, you know, we sure. do a lot of routes and stuff throughout the year for the group. But uh, haven't done auto crossing yet. A lot of it falls into just my scheduling and sure. so many things going on, you know, and sales. I don't get Saturdays off, so... Um, I typically don't do a whole lot on Saturday and Sundays. I'm usually catching up on other stuff sometimes. So, for sure. Bucket list items. Young guy, do you have a bucket list? I have a bucket list of a few being, most of them being of being use, of course. A uh, couple Porsches on there. Yeah. What about um, something to do? Anything on your bucket list of all oh, I want to do? Traveling. I want to travel. I want to explore as many states and countries as I can at yeah. some point. Good. Uh, I'd like okay. to take a European tour. Yeah. Go hit the Autobahn, all that stuff. In a BMW. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Maybe you can buy the next one over there. Yeah, yeah. Pick it up. 
Well, they don't even do that anymore now. You can't do the European oh, delivery anymore, no. so it's just uh, the performance center here, which is still good, but you can't take it up to the awesome speeds that yeah. they can do. I was on the Autobahn in 79 with my brother, who you know, in a 1978 320i. That was fun. Any BMWs wish you'd have kept? Oh, man, I wish I'd have kept that car. Well, I think that hits all of us as car people. Oh, sure uh, it does. Everybody I talk to. You it's know, usually muscle cars, though. Somebody wanted to hang I, on to a muscle car, you know. I don't. I can say I don't have any regrets now. I mean, uh, I've advanced a lot in life in the past few years and uh, become a lot more successful. So, yeah, I want to try new things. I don't want to limit myself to one car. Sure. You know, it's we all, I think, do that initially and we're like, oh, I'm gonna keep this car forever. And I've said that a gazillion times, and here I am with none of those cars. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, I think I'm I'm willing to try more things now. I. Uh, without an M car or fun, fun car, I guess you could say right now. I have my 23.3 series, which I love, but that's my daily. So eventually I'll be looking for another M car to fill the stable. Sure. Hey, I know of one coming up for sale. Oh yes, your brothers <laughs> would tell me. But uh, I'm torn, you know, I just bought the house, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait probably about a year or so before I make another yeah, decision. That's, that's a price uh, like a small house, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I told him you should just give it to his younger brother. I think you should. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Mention that to him. Yeah, I'm uh, kind of leaning towards maybe going up to an M5 this time around. So the F90 M5, the new one, has really caught my eye since they came out. So I'm kind of thinking about yeah. pulling the trigger on one of those in a year or so, maybe. Hey, one of my favorite questions to ask people is um, if you could take a road trip today with anyone, living or deceased, um, who would it be? Where would you go? I know what you're going to drive, but which one would you drive? Uh, tell me about that. You know, I don't know. That's kind of a tough one. I'd never thought about something like that. So I'm not really sure who I would take. Um, probably some friends. Yeah. You know, that sometimes that's the best. Just take a couple friends because we've definitely done that quite a bit. But uh, yeah, if you had a week off, eh, I'd say I'd probably like to do just a road trip, map out like a road trip throughout the country and see what nice roads we could come across, yeah. map them out, and just explore. Yeah. Not really have like a set goal, just kind of. Yeah. We're driving on one of, to me, one of the best roads in the country. This is US 50 we're on, and 50 goes from Maryland to California. And I have to say, the stretch from Colorado to California, even, is probably one of the neatest stretches of road I've ever been on. I've been there a couple times, but it's just fun. And uh, there's a section of it, it's called the loneliest road in America. So I I would suggest that one. There's nothing out there. Absolutely nothing. Well, that's good. What else can we talk about? Talk about my coding page. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that. So you do have a, I guess today we'd call that a side hustle. Yes, it's a side so hustle. Side hustle um, of uh, coding BMWs. So tell us about that. How, why? How? Well, you know, I have kind of set out as times went on with BMWs. Even before I started the dealership, I kind of like learned as much about the cars as I can. So okay. like I... I know a lot of stuff about multiple generations, not just one generation in particular, but pretty much all of them, I would say something about them. Um, But basically, I started to learn about the coding and like the computer systems and everything, probably when I had my second or third card. Okay. um, And started kind of learning how to set up things, because there's so many cool features and things that you can activate or deactivate or add to the cars, um, should you want to. And a lot of these things are available from factory, they're just not programmed in the US market. Okay. Um, Tell but, me something fun that you could code on this old. This is an old 2008 
328. Now, you could coat off my TPMS. Yeah, so you can line. delete TPMS if you don't want that. You can just do like a flat tire monitor. Um, you can also put in windows to go up and down with the key. Wipers go back to the same position when you turn the car off. Um, okay. There's a lot of little fun things. Digital speedometer. So even for the older cars, there's still really a good amount of stuff that you can activate. Oh, really? Yeah. But uh, also do retrofits. So if people want to add like features that didn't necessarily come on their car, such as like navigation or CarPlay. CarPlay. Yeah, that's uh, that. Backup cameras alarm systems i do all that stuff all using factory stuff for the most part except for the car play obviously because some of these older ones didn't come with that but we do try to keep everything in a nice factory setup you had a car play in your e46 did you not yep e46 uh e90s all had them my m3 was does that eight. actually come with the uh heating and ac controls so you gotta buy the some of that stuff separate yeah it's, yeah so it would just be a different setup yeah now this wouldn't take car play right because don't you have to well, have, you have to replace drive. this yeah you have to replace all this they make one now you can cut this and make it look like a newer one but i'm not really a big fan <laughs> yeah i think i want people cutting on my dash no i mean if you don't have iDrive in the car already i usually just suggest uh, you can retrofit the iDrive of course that's expensive so a lot of people just do the double den down here but oh, okay is there a particular brand you like? Not really. I try not to replace the screens. Um, okay. My solution is a box that just plugs into the factory wiring and everything. Yeah. And just adds everything to the car, but it doesn't take away from anything that you have originally. So you're still using all of your original components and controls. Yeah. Um, just a little box. So how do people find you if they want some coding? Um, so I have all of my contact information in the group as well, um, but you can reach me at Kumar's BMW Services on Facebook. Just search for that. Okay. Um, I also respond directly on my personal account too, so you can do that. Yeah. Um, you can find Tri-State Bavarians on Facebook or on Instagram, and that's just Tri-State Bavarians. And my personal accounts, you can find me as Kumar with two R's, um, BMW on Instagram. That's my personal account. I post a lot of BMW content in there, um, as well as advertising and how to contact me for Kumar's BMW services. Um, but yeah, check those out and let us know. Well, Kumar, this has been great. It's good to uh, connect with young BMW enthusiasts, and we'll look forward to uh, more adventures. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dan the Road Trip Guy, and we look forward to having you back again next time. In the meantime, if you want to find me, you can find me on the internet at Danny, D-A-N-N-Y, Neal, N-E-A-L, dot com. Until we meet up again, keep having conversations and keep driving. Mm-hmm.